0: Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Michael.
1: And I'm Molly.
0: And this week we are talking about Selling Sunset, season six, which just dropped on Netflix a couple of weeks ago um we are so excited i'm a big selling sunset fan i i know molly uh you'd mentioned a a few episodes ago that that you had uh watched in the beginning and kind of have some background on it um that came back for this season so excited to talk about it with you
1: yeah no this season was good i think we have thoughts we'll get into later on but first should we go through the news stories for the week
0: let's start with some news uh so first we have a few different bachelor stories um first being that charity's men for the season of the bachelorette were just revealed the new season starts june 26th um molly have you had a chance to look through the men at all any first impressions
1: i looked at the pictures but to be honest i didn't really give like an in-depth look at each of the men on this coming season I feel like even if I look at the pictures, I'm not going to remember anyone anyways or when they right. actually go onto the show. So I like it to be more of a surprise when I see them first coming out of the limo or just their intro packages. So to be honest, not really. But we'll see when the season starts how everything plays out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I agree. I feel like I always look through the cast and then by the time it starts, I've forgotten everything that I've seen about them. <laughs> and even when i look at spoilers i feel like i kind of in the same way because i'll see different names and you know i'll follow reality steve on twitter and look through you know as filming's going on he's posting things about different dates and and all that and then by the time it premieres i have not remembered a single name that he said i don't remember (laughs) because when You see a name, but you don't really have a picture to associate it with. It's kind of hard to put them together once you see them on screen. (laughs) So um, that's kind of how how I feel. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for the new season to start. I think Charity's going to be great. You know, she uh, was super likable uh, during the season uh, last year on on, uh, Clayton's or Zach's season. And um, I I think she'll be a good bachelorette.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm excited to see her season. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are kind of dropping off of Bachelor shows, but I still like them and just wanting to see overall the cast, because as we know, we love Bachelor in Paradise. And you have to kind of know from the cast from the seasons of Bachelor, Bachelorette to actually get into the Bachelor in Paradise season. So that's the main reason why I still watch those, to be honest, is just because I want to know the people for Bachelor in Paradise.
0: Exactly. I watch for that, for Paradise, and I really watch for the, the crazy professions that they give them on screen. It's one of my favorite parts. I, I love, I'm looking at the list right now for this season because uh, I had forgotten to look at the professions. And there's there's a couple of good ones. There's Chris, who is a world record jumper. <laughs> don't know what that means. And then there's um John, who is an underwater welder. Which, wow. I don't know if that's as much funny as it just is very oppressive and confusing
1: (laughs) yeah i guess we'll have to see when they get on the show if they talk about that at all because those professions interesting
0: yeah all the others seem pretty normal so i'm a little disappointed overall but glad we have a couple um next we have um peter weber speaking of former bachelors and bachelorettes um Dating Davia from Zach's season. Now, I don't really remember Davia. I think she was eliminated in episode four or five of last season. Molly, I know you seem to remember her a little bit more than I did. um So, what do you think of them as a couple? And do you remember anything about her specifically about her personality?
1: I just feel like she wasn't shown that much during yeah. Zach's season, so we don't get we didn't get to see a ton of her personality. But she seemed really nice and, like, a really sweet person overall. And I've seen her with pictures of, like, the cast from last season. So it seems like she is friends with them. So it's probably why, like, she has an in with, like... I mean, once you get on the show, you already have an in. Right. So-and-so
0: is friends with so-and-so. Who's friends with so-and-so? It's, you know... Small
1: world. But we'll see. Because I saw that it was rumored that she was on Bachelor in Paradise. So then does that that mean that Peter was also going to go? Or they're not going? I don't know. What
0: the situation is.
1: Because Bachelor Cars is starting filming like this week. Oh, kind of-
0: really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't so know. That.
1: If that news came out, then they probably aren't getting the go if they were planning on going.
0: Well, um, you know what? We've had, um, I-, I feel like Danielle and, um, uh, remind me his name, Mike. Mike. Or, um, had, Michael. Had, yeah, Michael. They Italy, call him
1: Michael.
0: Yeah. Had started talking at least before paradise last season and then they kind of still brought them both in so maybe if they're not like you know a fully official couple yet that they could bring in davia from the start and then peter later on and that can be a whole storyline you know if davia's kind of been talking with someone in paradise and then peter comes in to screw it all up you know i, I could so see them doing that still
1: yeah that's true well, well have to see that could be some juicy drama we'll get to see yeah know. definitely but,
0: um and then our last bachelor related story is that andy dorfman former bachelorette just got married to her i guess former fiance uh blaine hart uh did, I have to say Andy's one of my favorite bachelorettes of all time. And I know I'm biased because she's Jewish. But, <laughs> but I just thought she was just such a perfect like prototype for what every bachelorette and bachelor lead should be. And uh, she's one of my favorites, so I'm really happy
1: for her. Yeah, no, I agree. She is one of the top of my on the list of my favorite bachelor leads or bachelorette leads. Like she's very much at the top of that. I loved her season. I just thought, like, she carried herself really well. And then also, I mean, we know what happened at the end. Like, she got engaged, but then that didn't work out. But then I just feel like she's made a real name for herself, too. And, like, her brand Like, she just has, like, a lot of followers now, too, which continue, like, success after the show, which also shows that if someone can, like, sustain that after the show and really garner that following of people who support her... Even when she's not on TV anymore, like, that just shows true to who she is and, like, how relatable she was and just, like, more so just, like, you want to follow her, not necessarily because she's on the show, but just because she is a really great person overall.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think that... I feel like that's something kind of Nick has talked about before, too, is, you know, these Bachelor contestants, Bachelor leads who really are able to maintain that social following and just relevance you know years after being on the show it's not common especially anymore I feel like maybe even just three to four years ago it was much more common that if you were kind of in the top eight of your season you were probably a household name in the bachelor universe that would be remembered from years to come but these days it's kind of maybe two or three from each season that really stand out make an impression um, so I feel like that is really narrowing down. and um, and you know, of course, Andy was kind of in it even before social media was as big of a thing as it is now, because she was what on Juan Pablo season. Yeah, and so that was kind of I feel like maybe a year or two before that influencer thing really got big. And so for her to still be such a big presence on social media really shows that she was able to do that without the show being such a a big part of that
1: yes and she seems really happy now with her now husband so i'm just happy for her and hopefully seeing their content continuing and maybe kids down the line i'm sure that would be fun i think she wants kids so we'll see i'm sure there's gonna have really cute baby content overall (laughs) but i'm just happy for her her marriage now and no rush into her wanting kids or not
0: (laughs) yes 100 percent um, okay, so now moving out of The Bachelor world a little bit. Um, the There's a rumor that came out just this morning that The Traders, which is a show on Peacock that premiered earlier this year and really went viral. Uh, I kind of wish we had started this podcast just, you know, a little bit earlier. We would have talked about it, I'm sure. But... Um, the, there's a rumor that for season two which i presume will be filming pretty soon here um that it is going to be all reality stars rather than the way they did it for season one which was half former reality stars and half civilians who had never been on a show before um and so the the rumor is that for this season rather than 10 and 10 it will just be 20 former reality stars or other kind of celebrities uh so what do you think about that
1: That's interesting because I thought that was fun to see like the not reality stars also in the show environment because then you got to see how different people were playing the game versus like if people have already been on reality shows like they maybe had like a tiny bit of a leg up because they also had been on other shows in the past. So I think it like maybe now more so maybe it levels the playing field a little bit in a way because... Of the people who weren't on shows previously, like they didn't have that experience that the reality TV show contestants already had. But I mean, I'm sure it's still going to be an amazing show overall. So I don't think it's anything that negative for this show, but it's just an interesting aspect that they're removing to it.
0: I will say, I think I like it. And I I'm, I I put an asterisk by that because I reserve judgment to change my mind. <laughs> but, but I think I'm happy because season one, as amazing as it was, I think the biggest problem that it had was that the non-reality stars, the reality stars took up all the screen time. So yeah. the non-reality stars, we didn't see much of most of them. Really, I would say maybe the only ones we kind of really got to know were Andy and Quentin. And Oh, and I'm forgetting his name, but the one who was a traitor. Christian. Christian, thank you. Um, But I feel like those were really the only three that we got to know, because the others either got out really early or just didn't get much screen time. And I, I think also kind of in what you were saying, it is a more even playing field. And kind of in the reverse way, I would argue, because i think the reality stars were at a disadvantage in the sense that the the new people already knew their games from whatever show they were on previously or just their personality from whatever they were on and so you know someone like sari even though she was able to hide (laughs) miraculously well she shouldn't have been able to do that based on her previous gameplay and someone like you know cody and uh Brandy Glanville, everyone knows what kind of a loose cannon she is. And um, it it was easy to, you to target someone like that early on, because people who, you know, have watched them before, know what their game is, know what to look out for, whereas someone who's, you know, in it for the first time can really hide behind, hide under the radar for a while. And so, I think it, like you said, I think it is going to be a more even playing field. I'm curious to see who they're going to get. I'm, I mean, really excited to to see uh, <laughs> some spoilers on there, hopefully when they start filming. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just re- really excited that I hope they, uh, I hope they start filming and, and air very soon. Yes, no,
1: that will be exciting to see when that comes out, hopefully soon.
0: Yes. Um, so next, we have a really sad story. Um, so Bling Empire star, which uh, Bling Empire is um, a Netflix show that was actually just canceled <laughs> um, just about a month or so ago. I remember seeing that that it was canceled after, I think, three seasons or two seasons, maybe. Um, but Anna Shea, who was kind of the matriarch of the show, um, has passed away at the age of uh, 62 from a stroke um really sad she was I mean she was the star of the show I feel like she was kind of the I mean if you were going to compare to like Vanderpump role she was like the Lisa Vanderpump you know she was really the the one who was connecting everyone in the cast and um yeah that's really sad I don't know have you have you seen Bling Empire Molly
1: yeah I also I watched part of season one i don't think i finished all of season one but i know who she is and it's sad to hear that news and um i mean it's kind of crazy that they canceled the show and then this happened because i mean the show probably wouldn't have been the same even without her but um i just i i don't remember her entirely but i do remember her being like a big part of the show yeah
0: yeah um so rest in peace and uh, I, uh, yeah, we will we will certainly miss her. Um, on a happier note, our next story, uh, Tommy Bracco from Big Brother 21 um, is engaged to his uh, fiance Joseph Mackley. I'm I apologize from pronouncing that wrong. Um, but that's really exciting. Love Tommy. He was also on the challenge uh, this past season and um certainly could see him in the future he has a very entertaining TikTok as well i would say <laughs> yeah i
1: actually don't know who tommy is but now i want to follow him to see
0: <laughs> content. yeah he was well he was uh, on a very controversial season of big brother <laughs> um but not 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 necessarily the most beloved i would say on that season but i feel like since then he has kind of uh become more of a beloved figure in the big brother challenge universe um and then our final story is also a really sad one i hate sad stories um but padma lakshmi is leaving top chef after 19 seasons 16 years and 19 seasons of top chef um she is i i don't know what the show's going to do without her? I mean, she was season one was the only one she hasn't been on, um, and she was actually asked to be host of that season first, and just logistically couldn't do it. And then they brought in someone else, and then uh, Padma came in season two. And so, for as long as I can remember, she's been the host of that. And I mean, it's like when you know Tom Bergeron leaves Dancing with the Stars, or. Um, gosh, if Jeff Probst ever left Survivor, you just can't imagine it without them after such a long time. And um, so that's really sad, but um, I'll, I'll be curious to see who they get to, to replace her.
1: Yeah, I've actually never seen Top Chef, um, but I know great things. I re- and I mean, everyone loves that show, so yeah. maybe. I should have watched much. it before she left now, but. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: all on Peacock. Yeah. Okay, well I'll go back. And the season finale just to yeah to tease the season finale for uh season twenty is is this coming Thursday. So um exciting. All right. I think that's all the news we had. So let's delve into Selling Sunset. Um so just to kind of I guess give a little bit of background, so Selling Sunset premiered in 2019 um the original cast um the original concept of the show was that it was this group of real estate agents um that all work at the oppenheim group um and you know we get to see all the houses that they're selling and all the interpersonal drama between the group that part of it the interpersonal drama has certainly every season i think become a much bigger percentage of the show and i feel like we see a little bit less and less real estate every season um which is fine with me because hey i think that's really what everyone tunes it for is the drama um but season six just premiered a couple weeks ago like you said um i will say in my opinion i think it's the best season they've had so far it feels like now that christine has gone to me that the um the dynamics have gotten a lot more complicated and there's a lot more little feuds rather than basically everyone against one person um which i think is leads from a much more entertaining show in my opinion um but molly what did what did you think of the season
1: yeah no there were a lot of those like mini feuds which we can get into with individual cast members and what was happening between each of those because i feel like there was like a lot happening which was entertaining to see because it wasn't just as you said like one person that everyone hated um there was more drama related to various different people so that kind of made it fun to see i mean fun like it's drama um but sometimes i was like this is so stupid but also (laughs) that's what reality tv can be yeah you gotta love Uh, it (laughs) exactly it's like we love that stupid drama Uh, (laughs) um but overall i did think it was really good season and i'm glad that i watched it again because now i can go back and see other seasons that i missed but i'm glad that this season like when I started watching it I was like okay yeah like this is why I like this show yeah
0: and Uh, I think it's a good season for someone who like you you know either maybe just watched the beginning and and didn't watch for a while or or has never seen it before at all I feel like it's a very easy season to just delve into because pretty much all the drama is new you know coming into it there's not a whole lot I feel like a background that you necessarily need in order to still enjoy the season yeah
1: because and I knew briefly about drama that was happening just from social media and tiktok and instagram i stay in the know in that way sometimes i'm not even watching the show to see stuff and clips of information so i did know generally of what had happened in the last seasons so i don't know if that helped or not because i mean it didn't really matter because of what you're saying it didn't this season like people's drama or individual cases and not necessarily bringing up anything from previous seasons yeah. So um that was interesting to see of how that was able to play out throughout the season.
0: Yeah. I I agree. Um so kind of based on um going back to uh, you know previous seasons, was there any of the former cast members who going into the season, Christine, Maya, Vanessa, and Davina, well kind of Davina, we saw a little bit of her glimpses um but the other three we didn't see at all other than Maya just very 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 briefly on the phone <laughs> um and of course she's pregnant again um but what um did was there anything any of those that that you missed uh this season
1: um when i saw the video like when they were calling Davina or maya like i i remember them from earlier seasons that i've seen so I kind of miss them in some aspects. I like them as cast members, but I also don't think the season necessarily needed them in the show this season. So I like I, I like them, but it also didn't it didn't need to be in this season.
0: Yeah, I agree. Honestly, I didn't really miss any of them. I mean, I Maya, yes, I love her little moments of of comedy and levity in the previous seasons. Um where she wouldn't understand a phrase or, you know, just (laughs) trying to have people (laughs) understand her through her Israeli accent was, was always uh, very funny. But she didn't really contribute to the drama in past seasons. Uh, And Christine took up so much air in the room, I feel like when she was there. And there, I always feel like and I might have mentioned this when we were talking about other shows in the past that Whenever it's anyone, everyone against one person in a group on a show like this, the show, can, and once they get to the point of no return with that one person, which I think they had gotten to by the end of season five with Christine, every single person had been burned by her to the point that there was no organically coming back from it for most of them. And once you get to that point on a show, I feel like something has to give, and that either that person needs more allies where they have to go and they kept bringing on allies for christine but the problem was that after one season they would turn on her (laughs) and so i mean we've seen this time and time again on other shows that once that one person leaves the show even though so many fans will say they are the show there's no show without them you know they are all the drama what would there be to talk about without them as soon as they leave it opens up the floor for everyone else to be able to have more story and more complex dynamics and for us to just see more of the intricacies of their the group dynamic and the show always gets so much better once that happens and i think it's you know hard for some shows and networks to to be able to want to pull the plug on someone like christine because she has a big name but this season to me showed that the show got so much better when she left. And I think we saw just the right amount of Davina for me. Um, I didn't really miss Vanessa, to be honest. Sorry, Vanessa. She just kind of wasn't a big factor. And um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think little glimpses of Maya are great too in the future. I'd love to see. But I think overall, to me, the cast was perfect this year.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because christine also when i was hearing the stuff that was happening even though i didn't watch it fully i was just getting annoyed that like there was just 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 that drama and there was nothing else So i was just right. like okay we get it she sucks like let's move on <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and that's really what it was especially i feel like seasons four and five it was fully christine was the only drama so yeah, yeah. i think this was a, a much improved um, were there any houses that were featured during the season that really caught your eye? Because that's kind of the other, you know, portion of what makes Selling Sunset so unique is the the real estate aspect of it, um, and the beautiful houses that make me want to just, you know, buy ten million dollar house that I can't even come close to
1: affording. <laughs> yeah. No, there were a couple that I just like still stand on in my head. The first one was the one that re showed, Sweetie
0: that one
1: was so cool like with the movie room the game room and like the just the bedroom the bathroom everything was incredible the pool um there was also one that they're both the ones that pre showed. um that it was to the billionaire client of hers that it was like i think only one bedroom in that house but the rooftop of that had like 20 chairs and i was like this is so funny that like why are there so oh, many yeah, lounge yeah, yeah. chairs up here for like this space of i mean i wouldn't i don't know if i want that house but i think that one was just like a cool looking house mm-hmm. um the other like one the other one was more functional and like something that like actually like has more reasonable factors to it um <laughs> but I think all the sh- all the stuff, all the houses they look at are incredible.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I think the one that really stood out to me was, I think it was when the Chelsea was showing that um, was, it was in the very beginning when, I think it was the first time we met Nicole. And it was, I think it's Santa Monica. And um, I don't remember anything about it necessarily but I, I feel like it was just had a very modern oh it was the one with the basketball court
1: oh I like that one yeah,
0: yeah. I, I just love I felt like it felt very modern which is really like my style and um I thought it was so beautiful but I mean like you said they all are <laughs> <I can't, laughs> none of them are bad and I feel like what what really I also love about Selling Sunset always is just the cinematography they make the like okay. the show the houses even just the random scenes it's so beautiful. I don't know what filter they put on it, but I want every show to get that.
1: <laughs> I know. it looks so beautiful. good. When they look from, like, when the, all the... I feel like all of them also have, like, floor-to-ceiling windows, like, all the light. Mm-hmm. They always film on, like, on like the most beautiful days, like... Yeah. In LA. I mean, LA is usually beautiful, but, like, I just feel like every time that they're showing a view, it's just, like, so picturesque. And I know. You're just, in awe of just what the view is from these houses, or the the condo they showed too, when the open wind, open doors, like it was like all floor, like all open, like I was mm-hmm. like, that'd be a lot of bugs. But also, this. Yeah. Is really- <laughs>
0: I know I opened the door for three seconds, and I yeah. get fifty mosquitoes in my house. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: like, how many days do they keep that open? I don't know, but it it, it does look nice.
0: It does. <laughs> um so another kind of story this season was that last season mary had been asked to be the manager of the office uh, especially when jason's away and jason took a what three-week vacation or something at the beginning of the season and so mary was really left to deal with all of the office drama particularly nicole versus creshell um and a question that came up was is mary fit to have this job because she's very conflict diverse which i understand as someone else who's also very conflict averse when it anything that involves me or anyone i actually know in real life and not just watching on tv um do you think that mary is fit to be in this position or should she maybe not have taken that on
1: i mean I think she did okay. I wouldn't say she was great at it, but also if she doesn't want there to be conflict, there's always going to be conflict. So I don't know why she'd want that position then. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think with like so much that was happening, it's hard to handle all this stuff at once. And I think she did a decent job for what she was handed to her. But... I don't know if she should continue being the manager.
0: <laughs> I think it's hard. I think, he, I, yeah, I, I see both sides. Like, I think Nicole versus Chriselle was probably especially hard for her because it's two of her, like, best friends. Whereas something like Brie versus Chelsea, a little bit easier because she really hasn't known either of them for very long. And I think that was probably a little easier for her to deal with. But... I agree. I think that if you're going to take on that position, you have to do the job. And I feel like she was a little bit too passive and a little bit too kind of trying to be a people pleaser and not get either of them mad at her and just kind of stay out of it. But especially when Jason's gone, she's the only one there to to really deal with that. She kind of has to deal with it. And um, she kind of was a little bit a little bit too passive in that regard i think i i agree with you um and then we have jason and mary lou who uh was his new girlfriend at the start of the season there was a whole story about whether she was too young for him and now we know that they've broken up um within the last week in real time and um did you think, did you see that coming or was that a surprise to you?
1: Yeah, I definitely am not surprised by that. I think when we saw them together, like they looked happy in the show, but you don't know what's actually happening. And I just feel like their lifestyle is really different in terms of like their long distance and all this stuff that like, it just seemed that it wasn't going to work out.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I wasn't shocked. Right um so moving on we had two newbies this season Brie and Nicole um Nicole wasn't new to the Oppenheim group but she was new to the show uh do you have a favorite between those two what did you think of them were they good additions
1: yeah so i really like brie honestly i think she was a great addition to the show nicole on the other hand i just like don't really yeah. like her um but i mean even though brie had drama with Chelsea, I feel like her drama like made sense and mm-hmm. she had a reasonable reason to think of like oh why she was upset and all that stuff. But for Nicole to be upset with Chriselle, I was just like, what what is this drama even? And yeah. she was just extra in ways that didn't need to be.
0: Yeah, I agree. So let's kind of delve into those two conflicts a little bit. Um so like you said, first we have Chriselle and Nicole. Nicole, I agree. I feel like she came into this just kind of wanting to have a problem with Grishel because she had, you know, seen the show, I'm sure, been wanting to be on it for as long as she's been at the Oppenheim Group. And, you know, for the last few years since the show has been going, I'm sure she's probably not happy she wasn't cast on it originally. And I feel like she just came in wanting to, you know, with some sort of, unresolved beef that Chrishell didn't know about and that she hadn't expressed anything about in years and so Chrishell was kind of like why didn't you <laughs> say anything for the last three years if you were upset about that um once it got to the Palm Springs trip though with Chrishell bringing up the drug addiction the claim then I was a little bit I wanted to root for you Chrishell but I that went a little bit too far too deep um but I I think even with that I I'm still more team Chriselle than than team Nicole what do you yeah
1: mean? I agree like that at that point I was like okay why did Chriselle have to bring that up but also I didn't like Nicole so I was like okay exactly
0: I think if it had been someone that we were that we liked I think I'd be more upset about the that. yeah
1: and like I feel like in that moment she just like had to bring up something and that was the first thing that came up in her head of like what can offend her right
0: now right probably that and then a little bit of maybe even Grishel maybe going like how is this woman like what is going on in her brain that this makes sense to her that she's bringing this up like you know maybe that's an explanation for it but I don't know that yeah that went too far yeah Uh, and then I kind of I mean I kind of understood her taking the drug test because she kind of had that was the only if if she didn't do it then people would well, ask her why did not well if you really weren't then why wouldn't you take your drug test and so yeah I you can't win in that situation a little bit but um and then Chriselle versus Mary had a, a, a little beef based on Mary or Chriselle feeling like Mary took Jason's side in their breakup um yeah I feel like it's hard to know because that was a little off camera and so it's hard to know like how much Mary did take Jason's side. I I don't know what to think of that really. Um, I I feel like it was a hard situation for both of them I'm sure and um, the ending was kind of sad but um, you know with the two of them but it seems like based on their interviews that they're good now.
1: Um, Yeah, I don't think that's too much drama there anymore. I think I was just more just like I wanted you to be there for me and then you weren't kind of thing, or just like fair, but then you can move past that. Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, and then we had Chelsea versus Bree touched a little bit on. Um, to me, Chelsea really kind of was asking too many questions of Bree that didn't have anything to do with her, with her Nick Cannon relationship. Um I I, I mean I get having an opinion on it but i feel like it's kind of okay bring it up once and leave it there but it felt like chelsea really kind of kept poking at free with it and kind of wouldn't let it go which confused me a little bit but um, what are your thoughts on, on there
1: yeah i agree and it seemed like they kind of came to an understanding like they were able to talk about the boundary stuff of how Bree just didn't want Chelsea to be talking about her family like that or just in general just like don't bring up stuff that's about her in that public setting even though her news or like her life is pretty public like it's not something that you want your friends or co-workers to really be talking about in that kind of space mm-hmm. so she just was upset about that which is totally understandable and I think Chelsea's realized that which is good so they can kind of not have that drama
0: (laughs) yeah I I feel like that's something that they can come back from that I don't know if they have yet you know season seven we have has been filmed but we haven't seen it yet um and but I'm I'm curious I, I feel like if it doesn't get worse I feel like it can get better um and then we had a little bit of Chelsea versus Heather as kind of the the last feud to talk about um kind of it involved with the Chelsea versus Brie also that you know Chelsea felt like Heather was kind of uh, playing both sides a little bit. It didn't seem like their feud was that bad during the season but on social media it seems to be kind of bad right now so I'm wondering if again with season seven coming up if if that got worse um but I don't know to me Heather seemed like she didn't necessarily have bad intentions I felt like she wasn't intentionally being a potster in my opinion but any any thoughts on that
1: yeah I agree I think that she was just trying to protect her friend because she was close to Bree now which I think that's a great friendship I love seeing yeah. Heather and Brie as friends yeah. I think that's cute of them like bonding over motherhood and all that mm-hmm. stuff um so I'm happy to see that Heather was still standing up for Brie and then Chelsea wasn't so happy about that. But I mean, it's what Heather wanted to do in the moment. Now, if they're still feuding, I don't know what's going to happen next season. But yeah, we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and then kind of going into predictions for season seven, Um, there's, a, there's rumors about Chrishell feuding with Amanza. They've talked a little bit about it in interviews. Um, we don't really know what that's about yet, but I'm really curious because that was not seen at all during this season um there weren't really any hints of it so i am curious what what sparked that and there's rumors that it's some sort of uh that Hall had hired amanza to work on her house or her new house and that went bad um but i don't know what that's about And then really the only other thing we know for sure is that Heather doesn't appear much because she's on maternity leave and then apparently they didn't really call her back afterwards which she was a little confused about and I'm a little confused about. But um, yeah, I'm I'm curious if they, uh, how much she'll be seen in that. Uh, We see her a little bit in the teaser so we know she's in it a little bit. But um, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. We don't know exactly when that'll premiere yet but um, should be coming later this year.
1: Yeah, no, that would be nice to see just like I guess we'll continue to see the drama with Bree, Chelsea, and we'll see if when if Heather's in it at all. And then with Amanda, I don't know. I feel like Amanda wasn't really on this season so so much. She was um,
0: So I'm sure she'll be a bigger a bigger uh part of it next year but, Yeah,
1: But yeah, but overall I had I enjoyed watching this season and I'm excited to now watch the next seasons when they come out um hopefully yeah. season seven comes out shortly and yes. we'll see yeah
0: all right well i think that's that's about it but um thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you next week bye, bye.